This is Sound and Vision from KXP here in Seattle, occupied Duwamish territory. My name is Gabriel Teodros. Most people in this city know Nikita Oliver from her historic run for mayor with the Seattle People's Party in 2017. She lost the primary election by less than 2,000 votes, but Nikita is also a musician, a poet, an attorney, and she's the co-director of an incredible organization called Creative Justice, who work with youth most affected by the school-to-prison pipeline. They actively use art to help build a city where no youth are incarcerated. Nikita's also been working with a ton of organizations around the city on protests and organizing around defunding the police in Seattle. A few weeks ago, she participated in a 12,000-person march from Seattle's Cal Anderson Park to City Hall, where she then live-streamed what was supposed to be a closed-door meeting with Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin. Mayor Durkin. Sit down. Sit down. Hey, hold up one second, y'all. Sorry. 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 Mad respect. Thank you. I shared with you our demands, which are to defund the police by 50%. Nikita laid out demands for the city defund the Seattle Police Department, fund community-based health and safety, and drop all charges against protesters. We have a budget for a shortfall of at least $300 million, if not more. The current budget of the Seattle Police is $410 million, more if you include other ways in which the Seattle Police get funding. Now, we don't want this to just be for the time of COVID-19. We would like to see a yearly effort to begin to defund the police, and with our second demand, invest in our communities. Nikita also talked about not trying to be a leader, though her name was still trending on Twitter that day. I talked with her earlier this month after she led the march to City Hall. I asked her about leadership, movements, and what's inspiring her during this moment. Can you talk about what that what you meant when you said, you know, it's not about me being a leader? Yeah, I mean, or or, or even leaders, you know. And that's the point. It's, it's not about leaders. Right. It is about a coordinated strategic movement that has demands, that has analysis. Mm-hmm. And I think we get fed really bad history, history mm-hmm. that makes us think that only a few people did the work. But the truth of the matter is, is there are many front lines upon which this work is consistently happening. And what often can happen when a leader is put in place, especially if they're unaccountable and not transparent, is movements can be pacified and that person becomes a voice for a group of people that are not a monolith. That's right. We're not monolithic as black peoples. We're not monolithic as native peoples. We're not monolithic as the Asian Pacific Islander community or people of color. We have to have a diversity of tactics and a diversity of strategies. Now, the important thing there is that we don't throw each other under the bus. Right. And that we keep in mind who the oppressor is. I think that also means we bear in mind how we work with the oppressor. Mm -hmm. And it's one thing to go into a meeting and state demands and then say, how are you going to meet those demands? It is another thing to actually align yourself with power in a way that may demean how other people move. And there are certainly more marginalized and disenfranchised folks in the streets. And so I always always want to remember when I move that those folks that have less access than me, the last thing they need is for me to do or say something that makes their movement, their fight for their justice, their fight for their freedom, any less valid. So I don't want to be the leader. I want to be present. I always try to move in coalition and accountably and transparently. 
it doesn't always happen perfectly. I think black women are expected to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Black femmes are expected to be perfect. We don't get the same grace that often cisgendered hetero men get and how we move. Mm-hmm. And so there's a difference between being a leader and being the leader. And mm-hmm. we really need a diverse movement, especially because, and this is the last thing I'll say about leadership, when they think there is a figurehead, and we've seen this historically, when the figurehead is gone, some of our movements have been gone. That is a dangerous, dangerous thing that makes our movement about a person and not about the vision. And we mm-hmm. always want to be about the vision. Say that. Well said. I wanted to ask if there's anything else that you witnessed, that you saw just participating in these protests that you want people to know, things that, you know, the mainstream narrative is completely missing. You know, I think one of the biggest things that we want to combat is the bad protester, good protester narrative. Mm -hmm. That does not exist. Mm -hmm. It is a tool of division. And there is a lot of righteous anger, a lot of rage, a lot of pain. And to gaslight and victim blame people who have for hundreds of years suffered an immense amount of injustice over a burnt out car or a broken window in a downtown store that we can't even buy anything in because we're so economically disenfranchised Mm -hmm. and because of the way racialized capitalism works, is gaslighting and victim blaming. Mm. And it undercuts our movement. And I don't expect everyone to move in the same way. Uh, I don't expect everyone to be in the streets. I don't expect everyone to feel that property damage is their best way to disrupt economically. Uh, I know that there are some people who have access to elected officials and who are gatekeepers. And Gatekeeping is a two-way street. You can let things in and let things out. And so I also have to trust that when people are in those positions, they're doing their best to do that. But when you throw folks under the bus, any of us, any of us, when you buy into bad protester, good protester, because somebody broke property, mm-hmm. what you're doing is saying that property means more than our lives. The question I ask people is your anger or your, con- your, your, your critique of people who broke windows, is that anger less than your anger regarding this violent system? Mm-hmm. Or is it, is it more? Mm-hmm. And if you're more angry and upset about that window than you are about how this system has continued to treat Black people, you're on the wrong side of history. That's right. 100%. Well said. <laughs> I feel like not enough people know about your work as a musician. <laughs> and this is KEXP, you know, we focus on, you know, stories behind the music. So I wanted to ask you, how does your work as a musician and a poet and an artist overlap is informed by your organizing work? Honestly, being an artist is where all this started. Mm-hmm. It started in needing a way to express the pain and the trauma and the grief and the fight and the rage. I started out as a slam poet, Mm -hmm. just spitting on mics about things that people were experiencing and people resonated. Mm -hmm. And I think art has the power to say things to people in a way they can receive, even if they're bothered by it. And they they think about it different because they're like, that's art. There's a reason why when 
colonizers take over a space, they, they destroy the culture, they destroy the artist and the poet, yeah. because that's what tells us who we are, that's what tells us where we're going, and it's what inspires. So being an artist, I would say, is the place where I found my voice and I first started to form my analysis around what was happening around me, learning mm -hmm. how to write it, learning how to speak it, learning how to use it to motivate and move. Mm -hmm. I would say 90% of the art I've made in my life has, you know, especially in my adult life has been for the movement, about the movement, you know, about injustice, about mm -hmm. what is justice. Uh, it has been a way in which I build with other artists, whether it's you or LB Free or mm -hmm. uh, Pac, uh, Mama Nikki. Uh, I have two guiding principles as an artist. Nina Simone said the role of the artist is to tell us what is happening right now. And Octavia Butler instructs us that the writer in writing what we want to see can manifest that reality. Mm -hmm. And so art for me is about bringing about that truth as well as that manifestation. And it undergirds everything. Uh, what, gives you, what gives you hope in this time? Uh, first and foremost, young people always. I will always have the back of the youth, That's their right. front, their side, you know, whatever, whatever they need from me, I show up for young people because uh, the youth have been at the forefront of every social movement. I'm seeing this uprising and resurgence. It's bigger than, than anyone I've seen in my lifetime. And some of our wow. elders are telling me it's bigger than anything they've seen since the civil rights movement. And that wow. is inspiring. The art that's coming out of what's happening right now is inspiring. To see people take grief and pain and transform it into something beautiful just reminds me that as we dismantle this system, that we can turn these ashes into something, something beautiful. We have that capacity. We have that ingenuity and creativity. And my squad, I don't yeah. live alone. I Say you know, the, the squad gives me so much hope. You know, everybody on our squad works tirelessly in so many areas, nonstop. And that gives me fuel to get up in the morning. And also seeing young people graduate yeah. this week, yeah. hearing their speeches, watching their joy, Seeing their parents be like, uh, you know, you did this. I'm so proud of you. And, and them smiling, black people smiling. Yeah. Gives me joy. Say that. Beautiful. You give me joy. You give me hope. <laughs> yeah. And I love, I love that you highlighted the squad too. Cause I think, I think that's just something very important for everyone to know, you know, like I worry about my folks that like show up to the protests alone, you know, or feel, or feel like they have to go through it alone. Like, I think finding your folks and building with your folks and building that squad around you, that council, whatever you want to call it, is just yeah. so, so important. So I'm glad you highlighted that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Any closing thoughts? I think just, just my just closing thought is reminding people like this is it's not the beginning. This is a resurgence of that's an right. uprising that's been happening for a long time. Mm hmm. And also, this is a, an important climax. It is the beginning of this climax, of this arc. And continuing to do the work and showing up the way that you can in the spaces that you can, reiterating the demands and our vision um, of liberation for Black peoples and understanding that when Black peoples get free from white supremacy, it actually promotes the freedom of so many other peoples. That's right. Um, and to make sure that we don't allow this moment to be yet again another reform. Mm -hmm. It can't be reform because reform often leaves black people out. We've seen mm -hmm. that time and time again. Um, this needs to be a transformation. Mm -hmm. And we have to be in it for the long game. 
and we're in a complex time. You know, I want people to be safe and be healthy. I, I am, if I'm honest, a little terrified about in a week, which will have been two weeks of this uprising, what our, our collective health is going to be like. That's my biggest fear right now, too. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm terrified. I mean, our, our, and our mutual, na- mutual aid networks are going to be more important than they've ever been. Mm-hmm. And getting people food, getting people medicine. And then how do we use any time where we might have to be caring for each other as a strategy building time? And remembering that our collective health in itself is, is a value. Our collective health means something. I know health is wealth is like kind of corny, but it's true um, yeah. and it matters. So, you know, reminding ourselves that right now we have tactics that we've used in the past uh, because those tactics work then. Mm-hmm. We're also in a new situation mm-hmm. that we haven't been in before. That's and we're right. actually laying the groundwork for the stories that will be told other young people in the future as they continue to, to do their movement work. So how can we be creative, collective, coordinated, and strategic are, are mm-hmm. things that I'm thinking about. Yeah, say that. Man, thank you so much, Nikita, for taking time out of your very, very busy schedule to rap with me. Thank you for telling this story, family. It means a lot. It means a lot. That was my conversation with Nikita Oliver. You can read the full transcript from my interview with her at kexp.org. Here's a song she's featured in along with South Seattle's Rail Be Free. This song is called Nia, Purpose, from the album New Growth. We know the purpose. We know the purpose. The purpose of our lives. We know the purpose. Know the purpose. Sometimes it's so confusing living in between, pushing up against what's unseen while it's punching me. But my purpose grows beyond floating like a butterfly and singing like a bee. I know it's hard to see. Warrior blood on the ground, rolls of concrete. Tear up these streets, our greatest power being naturally. As we are who we be, live with purpose. We build and we grow for the children we owe. A world we don't know, but for the seeds that we sow. And the tears that we cry, water the lost souls of time. Reclaim and reroot, and what we know is truth. The blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. We pull from inside more than our skin. It's the culture and vibe. We on a quest. We come from a tribe. Our hope won't subside. We are the moon and the tide. We ebb and we flow. Know the purpose of life. To love and be loved. 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 If I had a daughter, I would call her Nia. Teaching know a story cause history ain't a feature uh, I see purpose in my niggas steady losing G's I ain't talking bands, man, I'm talking fam My loved ones killed or dying from these diseases Gotta keep it pushing while picking up all the pieces Feeling overwhelmed, emotional during speeches But I can't stop running, the streets will never defeat us Yo, This the evidence of things unseen Free these young black kings, my heart sings for elevation Of the young black queens that should be leading the nation and not in scoring or recording, we need something more. If your plan C fails, we still need something for your progression to better your next step. Cause the politics is checkers, but life is more chess. Ringside in the box, you learn to bob and weaving. Real dreadlocks ain't never had no weaving. If they ever search and season my degree, then leave the last three at an S for free. They never felt it. Why we hurting the helpless? No wonder they want to maul us. We always living so selfish.
Leaving heathens in the dust, my route to heaven is scenic Seen it all burn down, then rise to fly like a phoenix Even if the sun's setting, bet you be still working The ethic is dedication, the medication is service Service is the purpose, we live and we breathe the earth is Spinning round the sun, the stars and the moon are one And if we live to grow light and dark, we have to know where there's a high We already beat the lows, never afraid of the dark I heard it's the light Liberation from my own fear steering me right I ain't never giving in, I ain't never giving up All this love I got around, I can never self-destruct I ain't never giving in, I ain't never giving up All this love I got around, I can never self-destruct My soul conducts lighter, brighter day in its right Ancestors brought the fight, so the ones they love and dreams can fly Love and be loved, blessed I can see love Got some homies that's still lonely, that's probably because We ain't know the purpose of life is more than a choice to survive We give them we thrive, we live and we vibe For our people and tribe, our hope and life beyond the divide The waters we cross and the borders they build We overthrowing the cotton and we growing the field What we need we will build, love is more than a field So much more than a field No more rappers take the stage, no more shackles, no more chains What does freedom and purpose mean to you? Nah, not definition, repetition On a planet where some have nots and some have not We so caught up in survival, we forget to live in thrive mode one day we'll multiply Sundays by sun rays, never settling. Stay close to the light, the mathematics in our melanin. Yo, man, shout out to Gabriel Tiojo, shout out to Luna God on all these tracks, man. Shout out to the fam, South End, Mia's purpose. I'm not wasting no words on none of these tracks, man. This is real, be free. Rest in peace to Mama Shana, Christina, Uncle Greg. Phenomenon, Miss Vicky, all the fuck we done lost this year, may may rest easy, checking out, it's free. That was Sound and Vision, I'm Gabriel Teodros, please take a moment to subscribe, rate and review this podcast, and if you have the means, please consider giving a one-time $20 donation at kxp.org slash sound. Thank you for listening.